0: so we get a catholic comment and uh, today of course uh, particularly shrove tuesday mardi Gras, pancake tuesday uh, we get some catechises kisses on land as well and perhaps uh, some tips on living land from father lawrence mtuduzi in lovo father lawrence good morning and how are you
1: i'm all right thank you how are you
0: i'm great thank you so you started your should i call it a gig <laughs> at uh, at saint augustine's just last week right
1: Yes, yes. Uh, Last week, Tuesday, I teach there on Tuesday night, Introduction to the Old Testament. And um, there's a course that I'm participating in as well with uh, Dr. Notando on pastoral theology.
0: Oh, yes. And I know they're giving uh, bursaries actually right now uh, uh, to undergrad students. And uh, it's quite exciting. So, uh, you know, there might be somebody who's sitting out there not knowing what to do this year saint augustine's college i think will be uh, a good university to to be part of of course and the reason number one is because father lawrence is there as well
1: (laughs) (laughs) but most importantly uh, tanya it's the only catholic university in this country uh, offering degrees from undergraduate all the way to uh, doctoral degrees a fully accredited institution amazing facility extremely, extremely, extremely um, well-resourced in terms of staff. And I would say that if uh, anybody is uneasy about going to a very big institution like the typical universities, St. Augustine is a very good place to go to because the numbers are smaller, the teaching is more um, uh, personal and more closer, the tutoring is good, and I think they're offering a very good degree. After all, St. Augustine of itself, purely because it's Catholic, that it's a leader in ethical education, and I'm very excited to be part of that team. Oh,
0: great. And so here we are now, Shrove Tuesday. I don't know which name you prefer, Father. Shrove Tuesday, Madrigal, Pancake Tuesday?
1: Shrove Tuesday is very fine for me. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> and so we're about to begin Lent tomorrow. What are your thoughts?
1: I just penned an article um, which, is, which came by, out yesterday in the Spotlight Africa, which I'm a contribution writer for. And I'm talking about Lent as, although we traditionally talk about Lent as a special time of prayer, of penance and almsgiving, it's important that we do not um, understand or treat Lent as a sort of personal uh, thing where I'm fasting and at least I've gone to confession and all of this sort of closed sort of way of looking at it. And I'm arguing there that land is not a private affair, in fact it is a very public affair. I'll make an example. If this land you're choosing to fast lack of a better word, cigarettes, yes. meat or whatever it is, and you're doing this this entire land, very good, very great. However, the, the, the logical end of that is if you are for say, or giving up something, then proceeds or part of what would have been typically used for that goes towards somebody else who needs. So the amount of money that I would have spent, for example, uh, buying cigarettes, I choose to redirect it to another cause, to another charity, to another whatever which I see the need, and that becomes your arms giving. And and over and above what you had scheduled in terms of what you normally give. So I want people and myself included all of us to understand that there is a social dimension of land which comes, which is influenced a lot by what we don't, by what we fast, by what we choose to, to withhold from.
0: Okay, so it, it, it's quite an interesting take on that because I think uh, for most people it's, uh, you know, always, uh, at least we always uh, think, you know, I'll give up this and it, it's my own thing. That's, that's what I want to do. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah, really... I,
1: think I must add as well, Kanye, sorry to disturb you, that I also believe that there should be what I call corporate acts of mercy. Parishes, pastoral councils should be able to sit down and say, this land as a parish, this land as a parish would like to focus our attention on this particular thing, and we're participating in it, or we're choosing to support this particular uh, cause, whether it's a children's home, but there should be something that I think we should be doing together as, as a parish, as a community, as a deanery, or even as a diocese. Because I, I think my worry, to be honest with you, is as much as the Lenten appeal does amazing work and it definitely yes. should be supported because that's a joint effort of Catholics across the Southern African um, Catholic Bishops' Conference. There is, however, what I call a gap between the the, the, the giver and the project. And so there isn't a big sense. We have, the, the relationship becomes too financial. I think if... Over and above giving to the Lenten Appeal, people should also take up something, should also actively be involved in something, as youth groups, as sodalities, as parishes, and so on.
0: I see. Okay. So in other words, then people should be more involved, not just uh, put your money in the envelope and send it away and then continue with your life.
1: No, no, no. More, 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 more. It, it doesn't even have to be anything major. It could be an afternoon you spend in an orphanage helping to feed children or in an old age home just playing chess with, with the elderly. It could be anything. You could, you could take up a decision to go and accompany a, a chaplain of, of the prisons. It could anything, really. But just take up something extra in particular for this land.
0: And, of course, uh, one can always bring on board uh, other people as well. It's not always uh, perhaps Catholics only, but it could be people that are interested in these courses that you'd like to follow, uh, this land.
1: And in a way, by so doing, can I agree with you completely, you are then spreading land and, and removing it from this exclusive Christian-Catholic uh, period. So it's all people are, find themselves... In the, in the movement of the works of mercy. And I think that is very important because Lent, as, as we said, everybody, Christian and non-Christian, should feel the effects of Lent, whether you have invited them in to assist you in whatever cause. And people always always respond positively if you say, okay, for this Lent I'm also collecting books for this primary school. Catholics and non-Catholics alike, but the fact that you would have premised your acts of mercy because of Lent has enlightened somebody else who's not necessarily Catholic or even Christian.
0: And uh, what does this uh, do to prayer life, uh, for the Lawrence?
1: It's important because it means that not only is prayer life uh, 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 sort of personal, personal, but your prayer uh, begins to grow some hands and some feet. It means that uh, the, the tenets, the basic tenets of Christianity, it's the do unto others as you have them do unto you, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your, and love your neighbor. And these teachings of Jesus Christ, these cornerstones of Christianity. Um, begin to have a more tangible, real effect, because they have a face, they have a name, they have acts. Otherwise, uh, our prayers really just become um, opportunities for for, 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 for private, uh, clandestine sort of uh, words. And that is important as well. The reflection, uh, you have this relationship, Kanya, between what you do and you return to your prayer. And you go back out and you return to your prayer. Yes. And I think if there's, these two pillars are informing each other, then a person has an enriched prayer life.
0: That's Father Lawrence Mtooduzindlovu. Uh, in fact, uh, if you'd like to see more on what he's talking about, uh, go to spotlight.africa and uh, just click on uh, his name. And uh, you also give uh, the 10 things uh, that you can do during Lent uh, that have been released by... Uh, uh, the, uh, the Bishops, uh, especially you know what dealing with racism in South Africa.
1: Yes, and I really commend the Bishops Conference and the Justice Department in particular for once again directing, directing the country, directing uh, 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 the, the Catholic community to focus on a particular thing. in their case, they wanted us to focus on on racism, and what were they doing there? They were giving just 10 basic things, nothing crazy. You know, you're not saying organize a march or anything like that, but you're saying make a decision this length. In the, in the case of the Bishop's Conference, they're talking about racism, but you could be talking about something else. You could find another thing that you want to do, but make a decision to be active against a social ill. It could be the issue of women abuse. Uh, it could be issues of inequality. It could be the issue of racism itself. I love how they say that, for instance, make a decision to have a, become a friend with somebody of a different race than you. Yes. Practical. Make a decision uh, to become a bridge builder. And be contrite about the fact that there were times when you were complacent. in in, in circumstances where there was racist acts or anything along those lines. Those are practical things, and I encourage us to take those opportunities as well. Why? Not only do we grow in our faith, we grow also as human beings and as citizens living in a country of people of different races, of different classes, of different uh, religious beliefs and so on.
0: Well, 27 minutes after 7 o'clock, as we're about to begin, Lent. Uh, I hope uh, you really uh, took something there out of what uh, uh, Father Lawrence Mduduzin-Lovu has said. Father, I don't know if you have any comment on the situation in the country at the moment. Uh, they...
1: This of Tuesday in will prove itself to be the best thing that's ever happened just in a long time. Because... Of course, we understand, we hope that's what they're going to confirm, that the ANC has made the resolution to recall, the NEC to recall presidents. After lengthy, lengthy tossing, turning in and out. And all of, I'm hoping, and my prayer also, which I ask all the faithful to pray for our country, also during this time of Lent, is that this tide, this turn towards the re- the country being recaptured by its own people, not by other things. And pray that somehow all this time that we've had over seven years of this malaise and general sickness in the country will eventually, at least in some way, begin to find remedy. And I think we have a duty as Christians. We have a duty as Christians, even if we don't like our political leaders, to pray for our country and to pray for them.
0: Father Lawrence Duduzinlovu, thank you very much for your time.
1: Thank you Khanya, very much.